Hey guys, are you looking for a sports book that you can trust? Well, look no further than mybookie.ag, where you can get a 50% match on your initial deposit of up to $1,000 when you use promo code DFSARMY. As a bonus, when you use promo code DFSARMY, you also get a free month of DFSARMY VIP and DFSARMY Beat the Bookie membership. That's a $100 combined value. So we'll help you with your daily fantasy sports and we'll help you with your handicapping. Free when you sign up for mybookie.ag using promo code DFS Army. Hey guys, people always ask me what exactly we do in DFS Army. Basically, if you're someone that likes to play daily fantasy sports, you want to be able to pop in close to the get a breakdown of a slate, morning, whole set of projections, breaking this news, and cheat sheets, player picks, and advice directly NBA from pro DFS players. And DFS Army is the place for you. We function as a team. We help each other out. All that. We have coaching. Unlike uh, any other up. service in the industry, and that's what you get. And the proof after, is in the uh, results. Check out our DFSArmy.com no wall of wins to, to see kiddo. for yourself the massive number of six-figure uh, wins. Regular DFS Army uh, average Joes Friday. have won in just the past year. With, uh, if you're tired of redepositing and, all the time, uh, you already like playing on FanDuel or DraftKings, but you want it, to take your game to the next level. It's time to sign up for DFS Army as a VIP member. Use promo code podcast. To lock in 20% off the normal monthly rate. That's going to wind up at $39.99. The best deal in the industry. Promo code podcast. 20% off. DFSArmy.com. The best deal in the industry. We'll see you in the lobby. In 2015, an elite DFS Army commando unit formed to bring high-level DFS strategy to the masses. Today, aided by DFS sharks and lineup sellers alike, they continue their quest to turn Joe into DFS Pro. Um, man, nice little seven-game slate uh, tonight. A lot of uh, yes, we should. We need to. Bear, anything uh, anything fun happen out in Cali? It is a balmy minus six degrees here in Oklahoma as the windshield. So um, even my Colorado blood says this is cold. It's definitely cold. Um, so, I mean, it's not, not as cold as, as you are for sure, but it's chillier here. What, 55? Uh, a little bit lower in the low 50s, high 40s. I would take that um, in an instant. Uh, although I should be, uh, should be counting my blessings because, um, here in about, oh, probably by the end of the month, uh, we have the inaugural unofficial kickoff to what we in Oklahoma call, like to call storm season. Mm -hmm. And that's when, um, that's when tornadoes and storms and hail and all this stuff starts to happen. And it always seems to happen right as NBA is locking. Yeah, pretty much. I have set NBA DFS lineups while tornado sirens are going off and my mother-in-law is screaming at me. <laughs> so nice. I think I've told that story a couple times. So, but uh, anyways, we got a nice little seven-game slate today here. A lot of good games. Um, and then uh, a lot of interesting, interesting, interesting pivots today so uh let's get to it shall we mm -hmm. awesome let's start off at the point guard position uh trey young is the top projected points getter of the day right now currently um he was unceremoniously thrown out after a bad bad tech second tech um i fully believe he deserved the first one I don't think he deserved the second one. I think they got a little jumpy on that. To to uh, I'm I was really really pissed off about that. And not you know for me it didn't really matter. I didn't I knew he was going to be seventy percent on the slate, so I barely even played him. So it's not even about that. I just it was a really really bad call. Yeah. Basketball basketball is a game of emotions. He didn't even. I mean, he literally put his hands on his hips like that. That's all he did. He stood there, put his hands on his hips, and stared. After they were getting back and forth, so I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I think it was a blown call. Dennis Schroeder got a tech yesterday for standing up to Joakim Noah with his hands behind his back. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of crap yesterday. <laughs> like, like, dude, I 
like these guys like they gotta understand like this is coming to, especially like games like with um you know if it's like the atlanta hawks and the phoenix suns i understand having kind of a uh, you know a, a quick whistle you know you don't want things to get out of hand when you should but let the guys play let them show some emotion that's what makes the nba great you know, I'm not talking about, you know, Abdul Herrera bat flipping on a ground out to shortstop. I'm talking about Trey Young being like looking at the ref with his hands on his hips going and giving him like that look that your wife gives you after you made a stupid comment um, when she's telling you about her day at work. Be like, really? Really? And then you're going to get it. And knowing it's his second tech and he's getting tossed. Yeah. It, that just that was that was. That was Bush League. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you there. Um so Trey Young, he's the most expensive point guard. He's right now um the highest projected point guard. Not by much, but he is. Uh I'm fully off of him, actually. As as well as he's been doing. I know that the you've got the I'm pissed off because I got thrown out of my first NBA game type of thing coming. Miami's really, really good about slowing down the point guard position, the guards in general. And he's going to see a good dose of Justice Winslow, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the Goran Dragic matchup, I'm not worried about. If Dragic was starting and getting starters minutes uh, and playing the majority of the game at the one, then, you know, it, it might be a little bit different of a story. But for me, right now, with the way that the Miami Heat are playing the guards in the backcourt, I'm off. I'll let everybody else chase all this. Yeah, I'm, I've got zero myself, so I'm right there with you. So it's just one of those things. Like, I love my boy and everything, but um, I just don't. If he was 7,200, I might take a couple shots. 82, maybe you could even talk me into. 92, 9,300 on DK. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Uh, De'Aaron Fox against the New York Knicks. Um, I have not looked to see if Frank Nielakina is going to be back tonight yet. Um, it does not look like he is going to going to be. Uh, he's got another. He's got a sore groin. That uh, piques my interest a little bit more in De'Aaron Fox. But I'm looking at a guy about a thousand dollars below. That is probably going to be the chalkiest point guard of the night. Oh yeah. Um, and I can't get off of him as much as I yeah. want to, but De'Aaron Fox is a nice little pay up to be contrarian pivot. And I think with the fact that he's right there, kind of grossly in between Trey Young and, De- and um, Eric Bledsoe, I think he might go a little bit under on tonight. Well, he will go under on, he, he's going to go hardly touched. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've got him in a couple of my, uh, uh, earlier lineups that I built for the same reason to be contrarian. And I also have, uh, his opponent as well, uh, a little bit, um, to, you know, for the same reasoning to be a little contrarian. Uh, but it's tough because the, the way I look at it right now, um, it's coming down to really three, four point guards that everyone's going to be jumping on. Um, and so, you know, I understand they're in good spots, but I, w- I will have zero Trey. Um, now here's the thing. Uh, if Trey wasn't back into the eight K range, it would be a different conversation. Um, but he, he's priced up on all sites, which is the right thing to do. He's been playing out of his mind. So I get it. But at the same time, I don't, you know, just picturing him, Winslow on him the entire night, uh, you know, you really need him to absolutely explode again uh, in order to pay off that 9,200. So it's tough. Yeah. And we've been fading point guards against Miami for a good chunk of the season outside of the elite guys. Um, and this is going to be a good test for Trey. So uh, I'm actually excited to watch this from a basketball standpoint. I want to see how much he's progressed up progressed on the offensive standpoint um and see kind of get a gauge on where he he really is sitting um at the end of his rookie year Uh, let's talk about ricky rubio here i okay 
Guys, Eric Bledsoe, he's going to be the chalkiest guy of the night. He's got the revenge factor going. He absolutely can't stand Phoenix. He, it's it's just... I don't know what you really have to... The only thing that I guess you could say that might deter a little bit um, if you want to try to drum up something is he is he did miss the last game with a back injury and he is kind of nursing that back a little bit but I think you're kind of digging there a little bit because I think they were just giving him an excuse to kind of sit yeah so it's kind of one of those things that you've got to you know really really dig in order to um in order to find something. So let's talk about Ricky Rubio going up against the Pelicans here. 7,200. Uh, I really do like him tonight. Uh, he's about the only other guy outside of Bledsoe that I really, really, really have a lot of interest in at the um, above 7K. Um, like I said, I'll have a little bit of De'Aaron Fox, but Ricky Rubio and Eric Bledsoe are going to be my highest exposed guys above 7K tonight. Um. I mean, I'm okay with the leverage play, you know, in terms of because I know his ownership will be low too. But I don't, I don't know that I can uh, pay that much for Rubio. Why did he only play 19 minutes against Milwaukee? I didn't, I wasn't. I have not been able to watch a lot of basketball this weekend. So, so he he and Gobert both, uh, I don't believe, played that much. Um, but so I didn't watch the entire game either, but the the issue I have with Rubio is, is exactly that it's, it's, it's too, it's too, he's too volatile at this moment, at this time right now. Uh, I don't know if they're, you know, kind of backing off him or, or, you know, kind of gearing up for the playoffs. I'm not sure, but, um, I'm not sure that I can play him. Yeah, it's weird. He played 24 minutes against the Clippers, set out that Denver game and played 19 against Milwaukee. Uh, Gobert only played 19 minutes as well. Well, that one was because he was playing really poorly and um, they decided to go with Favors and Favors just absolutely dominated that game and Gobert wasn't playing very well. He he mentioned it um, after the game. He was like, you know, uh, I was playing poorly. Uh, coach went to Favors. Favors is playing phenomenally well. He made the right decision, which is nice because when you, you know, <laughs> that's the sign of a good team, right? Mm-hmm. When a when a guy who is particularly, you know, everyone's considering an all star snub, myself included, uh, who's that, you know, defensive player of the year caliber type of center, gets pulled for the power forward, and the power forward does well, you know, instead of complaining and crying and bitching about it. He's like, coach made the right decision and it worked out like that's, that makes plenty of sense. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Um, I can't, uh, you know, go bears always been one of those guys that, you know, he's does what the bet now make no mistake about it. They're a better team with Rudy Gobert on the court when he's playing up to his potential. But, you know, I mean, he's human. They, they have, they have nights off. So, um, Man, I don't like point guard today. Yeah, it's, it kind of feels like it's a, a pay down spot for me. I mean, obviously you mentioned Fox, you mentioned Bledsoe, you know, but you've got some of the other guys here we'll talk about. But um, I don't, I don't see myself paying over six K, or at least not too much over six K. Rondo against the Clippers. I mean, it's intriguing. Uh, you know, I think. Um, He'll probably have a lot of ownership as well, which is fine. Uh, I just want everybody to understand last game, he didn't play a lot because Aiton was just destroying them, and they needed to go with McGee to, to, to body him. Nobody could could, could guard him. Um, and unfortunately, um, it was Bullock who took most of that hit in terms of minutes. Um, and then, you know, LeBron basically decided to play the point guard, and he, nobody else touched the ball. Um, you know, towards the end of that game. So uh, this is going to be a very different game. The Clippers are a small team, even though they have Zubats, uh, but he only plays about 18 to 20 minutes, and then it's Harrell, um, you know, with uh, Gallinari at the power forward and 
Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly. So um, I can definitely see at least 30 minutes here from Rondo. And he's not going to have Beverly on him. So No, 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 no. Um, Warren Drogic maybe, 28 minutes off the bench. Um, we'll see. He's questionable. We got to see if he plays. If he yeah. does, but if he does play, I don't, I don't hate to play. It makes me like Winslow a little bit less, but um, I don't, I don't hate it. Versus the Hawks. Uh, no, Bev will not be on Rondo. Um, I keep for. I have to remind myself that there's a 10 second delay when these guys ask questions. Um, I mean, I'm I'm legit looking at guys like SGA and Bryn Forbes and Landry Shamet. Uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson's getting 28 minutes off the bench right now. Um, I mean, these guys are guys that I'm I'm legit thinking of playing tonight, and that just kind of shows you exactly how ugly the point guard position is outside of Eric Bledsoe and some of these. I mean, if you want to be different, guys, uh, people are going to go fishing for a lot of this value down at the bottom. Um, pay up. Go De'Aaron Fox, Eric Bledsoe. Go with um you know go with those two and uh try to get different in other in other spots uh but a lot of these guys are gonna a lot of people today are gonna try to figure out these uh these value point guards and so i've got a little quote here from a player that i'm gonna keep for our vips good but this is my point guard I'm super excited. I've been looking forward to this game for a while. I've got a bunch of family and friends coming out to be able to play in front of them. Will be fun. We'll have a hundred plus friends and family in the crowd. He's under 4K. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's scary. Well, but yeah. If it works, then you've got a leg up on 98.9 percent of the field. Yes, you do. Because <laughs> I think the only people that are going to touch them are us. And it looks like... Um, uh, yes. Okafor is not playing, right? Okafor is no. doubtful now. Yes. And it looks like Anthony Davis is questionable. Yes. There's a lot of... There's a lot of... I think you might have just given it away, though, too. Not necessarily, because I don't think people know who the hell he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the shooting guard position here. Luka Doncic is the top guy of the day. Guys, remember, if you are a DFS Army VIP member and you are looking at the domination station or the sim model, the ADVP is going to show an 88.3. He is not their shooting guard. He is their point guard. If you go back and you look at the point guard position for the Dallas Mavericks and you look at the ADVP there, it is a 107.9. This is why we like Luka Dantich tonight. Yep. So, Indeed it is. Uh, 10K is a, is a tougher pill to swallow. DK, he's only 9,100. He's actually cheaper than Trey Young. But I still don't mind playing 9,800 Luka Dantich on FanDuel. It's, it's going to get me away from Donovan Mitchell. It's going to get me away from Drew Holiday, from D'Angelo Russell. Um, and I'm fine with that. So you're playing Luca, you're saying? Yes, I, I will have some Luca. I won't have a ton of him. He's not he's not a core type of play, but I will have I will have him. Mainly because I don't know if I can play LeBron tonight. Mm. <laughs> so. Can you take can you take my head to heads, please? No, I, I mean look, I think um I, I also have some Luca in some tournaments, but um you know, obviously the price tag is hefty, but it's it's a game that you know Brooklyn needs to win. Brooklyn's lost here a few games in a row here, and they're going to come out and give them give them everything they've got. Um, and so it's going to be Luca versus D'Angelo Russell, basically at that position. Um, and I think Luca, you know, has uh, a height advantage, and um, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I just, I just sit here and I look at the roster construction today. And um, as of right now, I don't, I'm not paying up at center. I'm not paying up a ton at point guard. I'm not paying up a ton at power forward. <laughs> um, I can play LeBron or Giannis and I can play Luka. There's not a ton of, a ton of studs 
that are yeah. that are on the slate tonight. So yeah. Um, Demar Derozan against Denver is probably going to see a lot of Gary Harris. Yeah, he is. But then again, Gary Harris is also continuing to be limited in his minutes, so he won't see him the entire game. Um, but yeah, but it's enough to limit the upside at eighty eight hundred, isn't it? Probably. Probably. I mean, I, you know, you could, I could still see DeRozan go nuts, but, um, so it doesn't, you know, doesn't stop me from playing DeMar. Particularly, I think this is going to be probably one of the better games of the night. Um, you know, the totals, it's the crazy thing here is Vegas has the Spurs favorite. I wouldn't you Atlanta's a horror or Atlanta. The Denver Nuggets have been a horrible road team the back half of this year, and uh, the Spurs have the best uh, or the second best uh, home record in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. I, I still, I still think it's going to be even closer than than people might think. But the total is two thirty, which I like. Uh, okay, so the Spurs are now favored by one. That makes a little more sense. I think they were a little bit higher before, um, but. I mean, that's. This is not a game that I think we should take lightly. This is a game that I I, I want a little bit more of than the field. With the field running to Atlanta, Miami, uh, maybe New Orleans, Utah, and some of New York, Sac, and Lakers, Clippers. I, I I like Denver, San Antonio. The Warriors are going to sign Andrew Bogut. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to 2015. Um. Yeah, I agree with you. I I want pieces of this San Antonio Denver game. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how much of the backcourts I want. Um, but I do want pieces. Um, I do like um a lot of guys, and we'll talk about uh, we'll we'll talk about more of the pieces as we get into the other positions because. Uh, those are the spots that I really, really do like tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about this uh, guy that's right below DeMar DeRozan, and this is why I won't have a ton of DeRozan tonight on FanDuel. It's Devin Booker against Milwaukee. Shooting guards against Milwaukee have been a thing all season long. Um, Malcolm Brogdon is, for all the promise he showed as a rookie as a defender, it really has kind of backtracked. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, one, one of the things that I do a lot is I look at I, I don't I don't I don't look at season long defensive stats. Um, I don't find it very beneficial for daily fantasy. Um, and so you take, take a look at the last couple of weeks. I mean, the Bucks are just under uh, barely under the Hawks or excuse me, under the heat. Um, at the shooting guard position in terms of worst defense. So, I mean, there's a lot to love there. A lot to love there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have uh, – it's the – in the last 30 days, it, they are actually the fourth best. There's a lot of good, good, good shooting guard matchups today. Um, you know, yep. they're, the, they're the fourth be- – one, two, three. Yeah, they're the fourth best matchup. Um, on the slate tonight, as far as you know, shooting guards are concerned. Um, I don't know, man. He's he's a guy that we know can take over a game. Uh, I don't know exactly how much I love it and trust it, but. He's got the capabilities to go off for 55. And on a slate like tonight where there's not a lot of – guys, in my opinion, this is not a cash slate at all. Um, I, I don't – I firmly don't believe you should be playing cash after the All-Star break anyways. But uh, definitely, definitely don't play it tonight because he's got too much upside in order for me to completely fade. Um but it's going to depend for me how much I'm going to have based on the ownership. If he's coming in at a low-owned uh, tag today, as we get closer to lock, he's going to be—he's going to end up becoming part of my core. 
I can see that. Like I'm I'm just gonna try to leverage the field with Devin Booker at the position today. I can definitely see that. Uh let's talk about the uh the nice little combination of Buddy Heel and Bogdan Bogdanovich. And yes, I did <laughs> skip over your boy, and there's a reason. I will get back to him in just a moment. Okay. Um Buddy and Bog are very, very interesting in my opinion. Yeah, they are. They really are. Uh, I don't think Buddy's going to have a uh, a high ownership number. I think a lot of people are going to go straight to Bog. Uh, I think they're both firmly in play tonight. We've seen them both go off for 50. I don't know if I would put them both in the same lineup, but I think they're both viable. More than yeah. viable. I think they're both firmly sure. in play. Sure. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, the The issue is going to be, um, you know, it's it's typically a one one or the other scenario. That's the first issue. Second issue is going to be, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how close the game is going to be in Sac. And I know that Sacramento again, they're in need to win mode, and they're insanely fast paced. Um, no, I don't know if I need to keep up with them. So it's just something I got to look into, but um, not something I trust. I think in some of my tournament lineups, I'm going to end up ping-ponging um, or bringing it back. Not ping-pong, but bringing it back with uh, a guy like um, Damian Dotson. Mm. Um, hoping that, you know, since he's going to see a lot of that buddy heel defense, he can bring it back. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, I've got to find somebody to bring it back. Uh, maybe an Alonzo Trier as a drop. Um, yeah. You know, uh, maybe a Kevin Knox, if he's in the rotation, I, I don't, the Knicks rotation, it, it, for me, it would be one of those two. I think probably a Dotson or a Trier. Um, just because either one of them can get hot and go bananas. Um, or maybe even a Dennis Smith Jr. But the the way that De'Aaron Fox has been playing defense this season, uh, I'm not sure if that's a smart one. I think it'd have to be probably one of those two, Dotson or Trier. But they've been actually pretty bad here. Or I should say he's been pretty bad defensively just, just recently. The season, he's definitely improved, yes. Who, Fox? Yeah. Yeah, and then the Kings at point guard in general. Um, as of, as of like, you know, five games, not, not anything longer than that. So just something to keep your eye on. Like the all-star break. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Lou. Sweet Lou. Yeah. So, so far out of all my lineups, he's in everyone. Um, I mean, he locked. Yeah. It's, um, First of all, he's seventy four hundred, so I like the price on him. Second of all, he's absolutely torched the Lakers this year. I mean, he's put up over forty in every game so far. Um, this game is going to—it's it, a must-win for both teams for for playoff reasons. Uh, Lakers are looking at this as if they lose tonight, the season's over. Um, even though I already think it is, but. <laughs> say most most people would think that the Lakers season is probably over. I mean, I saw yeah. I, I actually saw talk, and I never thought in my lifetime I would ever see this. I actually saw talk on whether or not it was uh, time to shut LeBron down for this. Yeah, and I think after if they lose this game tonight, you'll see that. But um, this game is far and away. I Do mean, you, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think that it's just based on if they lose tonight? Because I, if they lose tonight and San Antonio and Sacramento both lose to where there's no ground lost, right? it might right. extend it a little bit, I think. Right. right you would right. be the better – you would be able to read that a little bit better, but I wanted Sac- to ask that. Sacramento's not losing to the Kings. Uh, to the, to Knicks. the Knicks. I don't know. The Knicks have been playing a lot better. Yeah, but the Kings are, <laughs> the Kings are a good team. Yeah, but the Kings haven't been playing well. <laughs> The Kings aren't losing to the Knicks, uh, playing well or not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna lose to the Knicks. 
Um, that's the first thing. Second of all, I didn't think they lose the Timberwolves either. Timberwolves are better than the Knicks, man. <laughs> I I get that. <laughs> and the Timberwolves have a guy that their best player is where the Kings are the weakest. They had Cat. So, and Cat went off for like a thousand points. Yeah. Um, and I played him, made good money that that's night. But, gonna, uh, that scares me going into. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out tomorrow. But for now, I mean, I just. I don't know. As far as should they shut them down, you know, if they if they start to to lose outright, they can get a top ten pick, right? Which they can then throw into some other trade talks, which are going to happen, like it or not. Um. So, anyways, nor here nor there. Um, Lou Williams is a phenomenal play. He's like I say, he's in every one of my lineups. Um, you know, I don't I don't see how I don't play him um it, this is like i mentioned a game that both teams need to win both teams are, are trying to stay into the clippers are trying to get into the playoffs or the lakers uh, there's there's a lot of talk going on between these two teams uh, it's actually coming from the clippers more than anyone else but um you know between patrick beverly and Montrez harrell and lou williams um I, you're gonna see a lot of blood and, and I, I don't mean that even um, facetiously, I mean, you're literally going to see blood. So this is the kind of game I want to play Lou. I want to play LeBron. I want to play Beverly. I want to play Montrez. Like these are the, this is, this is the game that I'm going to be targeting the heaviest. I don't see either team blowing the other out. So I, you know, you're going to get four quarters of everyone, um, you know, highest total on the slate, not by much, but up there. Um, and we're getting Lance Stevenson's ruled out. That's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it's all Lou. Okay. Um, so the question is, is are you going to pair him with the Brogdon? Are you going to pair him with Middleton? Um, looks mm-hmm. like Karis Levert starting to get some minutes back. Uh, the question with Levert I have, it doesn't look like his shot has fallen consistently yet. Right. Uh, the breakout game is coming, but FanDuel has been very, very smart on not to drop his price because of this. Um, they understand it. They know it. Uh, but he's 5,300 on DraftKings, so I have to ask the question, is Levert playable at that price? Not for me. Okay. Just because he's too volatile, man. I mean, like if you're, if you're playing 100 lineups, sure, throw him in a few, but... If you're playing five or whatever, ten or whatever, probably not. Left second toe sprain for Lance Tom or Lance Stevenson. Oh boy. Okay then. That works. Um, Dion Waiters, fifty three hundred. I mean, I've been looking at them all day. I've been looking at the matchup, I know, I which, have is to, which is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard for me to do though, man. It's hard for me to do because he's just so like he's like thirty five or like ten. That, he's not that giving you anything is, in between. If if draw, I need Drogic out to play him. Yeah, I mean, even then, I'm not I'm not sold. Well, I'm not yeah. sold, but that's that's what I would need for him to become playable for me. Is I need Drogic out because that backcourt right now is very very crowded. Uh, it's almost as crowded as the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. So, um, Kent Bazemore, Kevin Huter, Huter, Huter. So where, where Huter, neither one of us can say that name is, uh, we know how to pronounce it. We just can't do it. It's, he's kind of an anomaly for me. Um, you know, he's had a couple of really like blow up games, but he hasn't been getting the minutes at all. He hasn't been hitting his shots Who? much. Huerter. Okay. Huerter, whatever. Um, it's a little bit of a concern for me. Um, you know, I, I looked at him recently. He's getting like 20 minutes, 21 minutes. Then he'll, then he'll play 30. And it's just, it's too, it's kind of like a, um, you know, it's a little too volatile for me right now with him. So I can't, I can't really play him. Bazemore is going to get 27 ish. 
you know, like you can almost, especially with Notorian Prince, he starts at the three instead of Prince. So you're going to, I mean, you'll see, I don't know why they don't play him more, but they don't. Um, and with Winslow, probably on Trey Young, most of the night, I, I might see Bazemore getting off a little bit more potentially. He has the potential to do that. Um, the, the heat as of late have been given up a lot of points, which is not very heat like, but they have, uh, and most of where they're giving up the points is, has been at the shooting guard position uh, because their injuries, that's pretty much become like a revolving door. That shooting guard, uh, spot for them. It was Magruder. And then it was before they, they, they traded him. It was Wayne Ellington. And it just, it's just kind of going back and forth. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're, they're up there with, you know, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Sacramento, and then Miami, um, you know, over the shooting guard over the last two weeks. So just something to look for. Uh, that means, that means Huerta is going to start in that, in the shooting guard, but just need him to really be, um, locked into the 30 minutes. And I don't know that he is. Did they play yesterday? They played yesterday, right? I believe here's, so. Here's here's my my locking for Buter. Um As a starter, he's shooting three percentage points better as far as his field goal percentage, which is is a little weird because of the fact that like you would think that that wouldn't really have like the only person I've really seen drastic uh, starter reserve splits on is guys like Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford who have kind of made their name becoming or, you know, coming off the bench. Um, he's shooting 72% 70 from the line as a starter rather than 67%. But here's where it's funny. On no rest, like on the back end of a back-to-back, mm-hmm. he's shooting almost 47% from the field. Oh, baby. Interesting. Now, the problem with that is at home, he's not shooting as well as he is on the road. But, like, the less rest he has, and this shows you he's kind of like a rhythm guy. The less rest he has, um, the better he shoots. Yeah. So, that's that's kind of my my inclination on, on why I kind of like him. Um, it doesn't hurt that he's 4,200 either. So, uh, Patty C, uh, we would need somebody to be out in that starting unit. Um, for and me, they're not, and they're not going to be. Yeah. Um, so he's probably going to go back to about 19 minutes. Uh, for a hundred dollars less, you can play Alonzo Trier, uh, for $500 less. You can play Marco Bellinelli. Um, let's talk about Malik Beasley because I've got some questions about him. Okay. Uh, Beasley is a guy that can absolutely just light it up from the field. I've watched him do it. I've watched him do it in person Yeah. and he can do it in multiple, multiple different ways. Uh, we have talked about needing more than, you know, just, uh, some of these other guys that we're going to talk about here in just a moment from this game or DeMar DeRozan. Um, I've got a little bit of interest in, Be- in Beasley tonight, and I don't know why he's going to get right around twenty-two to twenty-four minutes. If he gets hot and the game's close down the stretch, he could get end up getting a couple minutes more. Um, depending on how much they want to limit Gary Harris, um, he's the only guy off the bench for the Nuggets that I have interest in. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of him. It's a little bit of Plumley, but um, I mean, uh, it's I don't I don't hate it at 4K. If you're playing Fanduel, he, he's certainly a drop score candidate. In case all those things that you mentioned don't work out perfectly, uh, he can be a drop scorer. Um, but you know, this is go, this is this game's going to go down to the wire. So uh, you know, I don't I don't. I don't hate it. He's still going to see the court. He's still going to play in the mid twenties uh, in terms of minutes. And like you said, he can certainly get hot. And guards against the Spurs uh, tend to get hot, so um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, guards against a lot of people in the Western Conference are tending to get hot right now. 
Indeed. Looking at you, Derek White. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, let's move on to the small forward position today. Uh, guys at the three, Giannis and Tenacumpo against Phoenix. Best matchup on the board at the position. By far. By far. Um, actually, not too much a high uh, up a, or ahead of Atlanta, but we know that this is within the last 30 days. Um, to Giannis or not to Giannis? I mean, he's he's 200 less than than, than LeBron uh, on FanDuel. Um, that's obviously enticing. It's just going to boil down to if you think the game is going to stay reasonably close. Um, I, for one, happen to think that it is. Um, so, I mean, they've got an advantage in Booker. They've got an advantage in Aiton. Um, I mean, you know, certainly Brooke Lopez is no slouch, but um, it's it's been, you know, somewhere where you, we've always been able to kind of expose the Bucks. Uh, they've improved, but you know they're not not top notch still. Uh, I think the game stays semi close, and if the game stays semi close and you get four quarters of Giannis, uh, it's hard to pass on that, uh, particularly with all the ownership going over to LeBron, which it will. So uh, I don't I don't mind that pivot in tournaments at all, but um, for safety, I'd rather play LeBron. Yeah, I because, think if you're going to play Giannis, you have to play you have to pair him with at least Booker. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Absolutely. in order to get the 65 out of Giannis, you're going to need 45 to 55 out of Booker. Um, because otherwise, this game isn't going to stay close. Um, and and make no mistake about it, I think we both think that it's going to. But that's just one of those one of those things that you have to you have to take into consideration when building your rosters. So, uh, Tiger Woods is withdrawn from the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yeah, I was just reading his tweet about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, due to a neck strain that I've had for a few weeks, I'm forced to withdraw. Received treatment, but it's not improved enough to play. My lower back is fine. I have no long-term concerns, and I have to be ready for the players. Well, I hope that you get ready for the players, because that's your last tune-up before the Masters. Yeah. Uh, one of the four times a year I play golf DFS. Actually, it might it might be the only time a year I play PGA DFS. I was going to say, I didn't know you played the, the PGA. I, I like PGA. It's actually fun. Uh, I don't mind it. I just it, – it takes so much for me to, like, get – like, I can't – I can't just, like, attack it from uh, – from like a member standpoint and read a couple articles throughout the week and do like I got to dig in and it sucks because it takes time and I used to play it all the time and I just I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So not consistently. Understood. Uh all right, let's talk about these guys over at uh Oh okay, so Brandon Ingram's 8k on FanDuel. Um Pricey. Yeah, that's that's a little pricey for me. I think. Yeah, me too. I think for me, I'd much rather play the obviously the sixty six hundred on DraftKings. But sure. Here's the thing, man. Um, so, out of my ten lineups, whatever tonight. Like I maybe have one or two Ingram, and that doesn't have LeBron in them. I've got a couple of them with both. Um, the one very interesting thing that I saw last game, uh, last Lakers game, uh, I think it was versus Phoenix down the stretch. It was mid-game. LeBron went over to Brandon, looked at him, and said, "It's you and me." So, you know, we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna be the guys here. Did we just drop? Nope, we're good. Okay. Uh, looks like my screen just put up an advertisement in the middle of our session here, but um, but yeah, he's he's too pricey. I think you've got a lot of guys here that um, at the at the small forward position that I have a lot of interest in for much less. Uh, I mean, you've got 
Joe Ingles, who's been on fire, who's going up against, you know, New Orleans. You've got uh, – I lost my page here. Um, you know, you've got Will Barton against the Spurs. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot to like. You mentioned Gary Harris. Uh, you know, we're going to get a decent – uh, run from DeAndre Bembry. I mean, you got Josh Richardson, you've got Winslow. I mean, there's a lot of other players here that I think can match that. Now, certainly, if you're looking at game stacking, okay, I get that. That's fine. You want a game stack, game stack, and put him in the game, fine. But outside of that, as an individual play, um, I just think he's too expensive now. Uh, yeah. Um, at least on Vandal for me, it's. Uh... He's too expensive. So, um, there's something going on with the live. Stream. Yeah. I, I have no idea what it, maybe it's this minus six degree weather. Uh, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, you'll get to catch the rest of it on iTunes. So, We'll just keep going, and if it pops back in, then it pops back in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Justice Winslow, Josh Richardson, uh, Danilo Gallinari, Joe Ingles, Will Barton, Rudy Gay, um, Nikola Mirotic, even Jay Crowder. Like, these are all guys that I like, um, and I'll be playing over Brandon Ingram and even Kelly Oubre, for that matter. Oh, yeah. Um. So those are those are the guys that uh, those are the guys that you know I want in my lineups. Um, this is the deepest position of the day, and I will have a lot of different combinations as we try to figure out exactly what's going on with the freaking stream. Well, let's continue for the uh, folks that are listening, um, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. One of these days, we won't have technical difficulties or volume yeah. issues. Yeah. Um, so, so Rudy, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, so Rudy Gay's getting about 25, 26 minutes off the bench. He seems to kind of in, um, uh, embrace that bench role, that six-man role. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I I don't like I like it. Like I really, really do. Um I mean I like it, but not not at fifty nine hundred, I don't. Um I mean I don't I don't mind, you know, once his price starts to drop, which inevitably it will. Um, but yeah, I don't mind it. I kind of see it more like a, a Jeremy lamb type of situation. <laughs> you know, he's going to get a lot of that usage with the second unit. He's going to get a lot of those shots with the second unit and then he's going to close probably more yeah. than likely. That's what he's yeah. been doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, will Barton. I like it. I think, um, are we back? Yeah, it looks like we're back. Yeah, it looks like we're back. Cool. AD participated in shoot around. Awesome. Great. They play twenty minutes tonight. Yeah, and they finally jacked up uh, Diallo's price enough. That was fun. But um, so I mean, I like Barton. I think he's realizing that the team needs him to be more aggressive on offense than they have than he has been. Um, you know, you saw that, um, two games ago, uh, he was like, screw it. I'm going nuts. And he did. Um, so, I mean, I like it. It's, he's up there at 6k, you know, 6k for, he's 6k. Yeah. 6k for 32 minutes in, you know, a game that's going to be relatively fast paced. Uh, at a 230 over or total over under, uh, you know, one point game is what they're what they're being projected for right now. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to like it. Uh, obviously, 
you know, the Nuggets have a lot of talent. They've got Jokic, they've got Murray, they've got Harris, they've got uh, Millsap. You mentioned Beasley. I mean, they got a lot of talent off the bench that's coming on in terms of wings with with Beasley and Isaiah Thomas and Torrey Craig. And I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of depth there. That that's the only hesitation I have. But outside of that, I mean, it's hard not to love Barton. Yeah, I mean, these Denver guys for the rest of the season are going to all kind of be GPP plays um, because they've got a lot of different ways that, that you can or they can come at you. So, right now, if I can find the five hundred to go up to Winslow, I'd do that over Barton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, assuming absolutely. assuming assuming Drogic is out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's not a lot that I like down here at the bottom. Maybe a Damari Carroll is a drop candidate. Um, yeah. Maybe a yeah, Davis Bertans, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are all names. Yeah, I mean, there's just not a lot below the the Jay Crowder. Uh, maybe if you want to try to get, uh, catch lightning in a bottle with Joe Harris or Gary Harris. Uh, Kendrick Williams is a little bit overpriced, in my opinion. Um, I don't and know. Underperforming. Yeah. And under I mean, uh, I don't. So now that we know all these guys are out for Atlanta, we still. Uh, I don't. I don't hate Bembry at all. I mean, you're going to get close to thirty. He's not going to play a full thirty, but at forty six hundred, we've got him here at twenty seven minutes. I don't hate that. That's not. That's not the end of the world. Um, I think if know, Alex Lynn is out, then yes. Um, um, I don't see how he would be. Oh, he's a game time decision now. Oh, I thought he was probable. But I mean, we'll have to see how it goes. But I don't, uh, I don't hate it. Um, that's about that's about as low as I'm going here on small forwards. Cool. All right, let's talk about power forwards because this is an ugly position today, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't love anybody. I I could even say I probably don't like a lot. Um. Kyle Kuzma feels overpriced. Julius Randle feels overpriced. Uh, maybe some LaMarcus Hall. Well, not maybe, but I will have some LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, yeah, I was going to say that's that's where you can pay up. And I'll have some Paul Millsap too. I like Paul Millsap too. I'm going to live to him. Um, and now that he's not 8,600, um, I think so. As you know, because you and I have been talking about it pretty much all, all morning, I'm I'm really on the fence with how much I want to play um, Montrose Harrell. Um, I've been going back and forth, and the reality of it is, um, a game like this, he should destroy the Lakers. Um, I mean. Up tempo game, um, you know. Lakers don't. The Lakers play Kuzma at the five now. They don't really have any bigs. Um, he should be able to get twenty five and twenty. I mean, should is the operative word there. For whatever reason, he hasn't, and so he hasn't broken you know thirty two whatever it is against his team. Now I do want to warn folks. A lot of those games were blowouts early on. So, you know, he didn't get enough run because they were getting they were up by a lot. So if this game keeps the intensity, which I expect it to keep, um, then you know, I I uh, have a little more interest. He's 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 priced up. He's what is he seventy two? Yeah, seventy six hundred, seventy two hundred. So I mean, it's not the end of the world there, but. I don't know, man. Ever since the morning, I just I gotta play Lou and Trez. I gotta play Lou and Trez. Like it's just it's just kind of screaming at me. Well, I'll yeah. let it scream at you. Um, I'll have a little bit. It won't be a ton. Uh, just go ahead and unclick Anthony Davis. Good. Um, Good. I didn't even I didn't even play him that night. I said I had interest in him. Like I talked myself off of him later on. Um, I mean, Kelly Olenek 5,600, uh, Derek favors is now seven K. Um, I, I much prefer Jay Crowder over Derek favors tonight. Um, mm-hmm. same here. 
Harry Giles is forty nine hundred. Like and and guys, guys, please, 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 I'm begging you, don't fall into the Noah Vonley trap. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a trap, but particularly that they still kept him so cheap, which they were supposed to. Um, he's, I don't know. I've I've got a little bit of intrigue on on Fanduel because you can play him as a drop, but outside of that, I don't I don't really like much else, man. So, um, yeah, I, I would definitely stay. Away. I would almost I would almost <clears throat> prefer to play Maxi Kleber. <laughs> Okay. I mean, he's, um, he's cheaper. If he's uh, just going to be a drop, he's cheaper. He's projected the same amount of minutes. Um, what's crazy is I would rather pay a little bit higher and play Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, Dirk is, Dirk is going to find his way into um, a number of my lineups tonight as a drop. But I, I'm just not I'm not falling for Noah Vonley. Yeah. Um, Maybe play a little bit of, you know, Rashawn Holmes. I don't know. It's just this position is disgusting um, outside of the guys that we mentioned up at the top. And I'm just not going to deal with it because I don't have to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, now, here's uh, a play that I'm is going to make its way into a boatload of my lineups as well. One of the things we talk about on this pod a lot um, over the last two years since I've been on him is – we use the term cheat code. Today's slate, there's two cheat codes. The first one is Winslow, who is listed as a small forward, but as the point guard. The second one here is Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell yep. is listed at power forward, but he's the center. Yep. Centers versus Brooklyn. 6,300 on FanDuel, 32 minutes versus Brooklyn. I don't see how you don't play the crap out of Dwight Powell. Yeah. It's it's hard not to. Yeah. Um, like, if I'm not playing – like, those are my four guys that I want. I want Millsap, I want Powell, I want LMA, and then I want Harrell. Um, you know, those are those are the guys that I've, I'm going to have – be building a lot of my lineups around. So, all right, let's talk about centers here. Uh, in Luce's disgust and disdain, we're going to talk about more than just one – <laughs> uh, your one, if you have to talk about it, is Alex Len. Um, he is probable, even though he's a game time decision. We're going to get a million questions about that because he is probable. Uh, with uh, everybody else out, he's going to play close to 30 minutes. Uh, last two games a- a- against Miami, um, the ghost of James Johnson is not going to come out and body Alex Len. Um, and no. Um, I don't see anybody really like stopping him. I mean, I, I kind of have, have to agree with Lewis. You just play Len at center and not much else to look at there. <laughs> I mean, because you're playing a guy who's damn near mid-price and then you can play another drop. like Or even two, two more, more drops. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I'm not uh, not playing around with that too much. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Uh, if you do feel like you want to get a little bit creative um, in case he gets into foul trouble or, you know, what else uh, or whatever, then uh, I do have some interest in Willie Cauley-Stein um, and mm-hmm. maybe some Jakob Pertle. Yep, both. Agreed. But uh, I'm not – if you want to really, really – like depending on what your what type of roster construction you're really trying to accomplish today, at least on FanDuel, uh, you could play some Nikola Jokic. I'm not playing Rudy Gobert at 10K. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's just – Even not- though I think he's going to come out like a maniac, but he's got to yeah, – I mean, yeah. it's, it's, too, it's too tough to pay that. Yeah, uh, DeAndre Ayton, no thank you. Um, Hassan Whiteside, bleh. Mm. Um, like, I just, I'm not playing a bunch of these guys. Not that I think they're overpriced. I just don't see the need to. Like, if you, and if you really, really, really want to get creative, maybe you go to a Dwayne Dedman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. it's just, 
there's just certain things that you just shouldn't mess with. And Alex Len at this moment is one thing I'm not messing with. Hard to disagree. All right. You got anything else? Yeah, I might disagree with you a little bit on the Aiton take, though. Um, I mean, I don't I don't hate the Aiton play. One of the things I mentioned before was, you know, if you're going to go out there and you're going to play Giannis, then you kind of, for me, I'm going to bring it back with Booker and Aiton. Um, but in that scenario, right? Like, yeah. outside, outside of that, like, I don't, they just play land and shut up. But, um <sighs> I have a lineup with Mitchell Robinson in it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just send me that money right now. I have one. But I mean, you know, I, I the the reality is I think I think Sack blows the crap out of him and out of him and and I just uh, you know, everybody who's on the court's going to sit and they're going to let Mitchell Robinson run for 35 minutes and you know, he's going to go up against Harry Giles and he should be able to put up a 55. That's kind of what's going on in my head. <laughs> As far as that play goes, but it, you know, again, it's only one out of you know twenty or whatever, so it's not uh, like I don't want to go a hundred percent Len because you know that's always scary. So I do want to play one or two other centers here and there, but will it call it fine? Just yeah, I've got some him too. I do. Oh. I got some him too. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Make sure that you check out everything that we have to offer inside the DFS Army. All of our chat channels are hopping with NBA news. We've got PGA. We've got NASCAR that crushed again this weekend. Uh, MLB is coming up, and um, we do crush there as well. So i uh, got a lot of good things for you. If you're not a member, grab a member, become a member, and enjoy. So for myself, for Bear, for the DFS Army, we gone. Out.